It's the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Hey everybody, welcome to the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Uh, I am your host for the day. I am, my name is Stephen T. Holmes. Uh, and I'm always joined by two wonderful friends and very funny people. We've got our friends. My name's Matthew. Yeah, and our other friend. I'm Louise Chonky Gravy. Yeah. Um. And welcome, to, welcome to the SNM experience. What the SNM experience? My voice got really for some reason. Uh, let's bring it down. Uh, how you guys doing? I'm back doing- up. So great. <laughs> you guys? Pretty, pretty good. Can't complain. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Is that uh, Mickey Mouse on the call? Woo! Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome to the show. If you're a first time listener, you should have been here sooner. I'm not explaining what we do here. Nope. <laughs> uh, but the first thing we do do, I will explain, we take a, a question. We like to help out our listeners. Uh, every every episode, we have a listener write in with a question. We like to give them some advice, help them out. Mm-hmm. So today, we've got a question from Jackson from Jacksonville. Jackson writes, I heard that people really like you when you save somebody's life. I badly want to be liked. Any recommendations on how I should go about saving somebody's life? I don't want to be a lifeguard because pools are gross. And I'd prefer not to have to risk my own life. Thank you, Jackson. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, any any takers? Any got any, anybody got some ideas right off the bat? Here's my thoughts. Yeah. Um, I suspect that old people are, you know, more likely to die than young people. So mm-hmm. maybe hang around old people things like lawn bowling. The only downside I see is that Jackson from Jacksonville, I'm guessing, is a, is a younger person. So it's unfortunate that he doesn't, doesn't want to be a lifeguard because you can do that classic thing where you save the very attractive woman and give the kiss of life and you're very quickly making out. So I don't either get over your dislike of pools or learn to love elderly folks. I will agree with Jackson that pools are gross, especially like a public pool that you need a lifeguard to be at. That mm. is all urine. And band-aids. <laughs> Peed out band-aids. <laughs> I find, so I, one thing that sticks out is J- Jackson doesn't want to have to risk his life. So something big like running into a fire, that's out. No. Um, do but I think, you know, one of the low risks, life-saving things is like someone choking on something. Mm-hmm. And I think, I would assume that's bound to happen at like any sort of eating contest. True. Where someone's chowing down on hot dogs or like pie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I would get a job, you know, at a fair, uh, where you have to watch over, yeah. like, an eating contest, make sure you know how to do the Heimlich maneuver. And, uh, sooner, like, I mean, even, even that you can, like, kind of tilt the, tilt the scale in your favor, I think, where you, mm-hmm. like, just kind of, as everyone's, like, chowing down, like, set off like a gun or something, so it kind of shocks them. Yeah. Make it a lot of chokers. I think, I think that's a good way to do it. Uh, Jackson, maybe you should, like, hire someone. And then sort of stage like a slip and fall or you help them or, yeah, like this like, you know, sidewalk miracle where you you save them. Uh, Because I can 
say that your only other option is to become like su like when I think of people who like save people, I really do think of like the burning building, sort of mm-hmm. like the fire boys that go in, they look nice, they got their fire suspenders. Is this too much? Uh but anyway, <laughs> I feel like your only other option is getting super hot, literally and physically, uh, to become a fire a fire boy. So yeah, I, I would suggest like hiring someone off of like, I don't know, what's a service? What can you get, Fiverr? Craigslist. Craigslist, yeah, get a Craigslist. <laughs> Fiverr. A, I don't know, <laughs> get a Craigslist person and then stage this like kind of like life-saving event. Or if, if you do want to stage something, I think something easier than staging something and, and buying someone is finding a cat, mm-hmm. putting it in a tree, getting the cat down. Can I do one more alternate idea? Yeah. So one profession that saves people on a regular basis but doesn't actually have that much risk is, of course, magicians. When they saw the lady in half, they're kind of, that's a very dangerous scenario for the lady. But then they put them back together, kind of like saving that lady's life. Matt, Matt, that's, it's not. What? It's a, it's a trick. It's, what do you mean? Her feet are just in the one half. She's like. Yeah, because they sawed her in half. No, like, it's, um... Like, if they don't put her back together, she's definitely going to bleed out. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll... Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're it's right. very time-sensitive. You're, you're right, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and the nice thing is the, the risk factor is all in the lady getting sawn in half. Um, oh, and that, that, I, think, I think that brings us lovely to our, our theme, especially for you, Matt, with your love of magic. Mm-hmm. Darkness and wonder. Mm. The darkness of cutting a woman in half and the wonder of putting her back together. It's amazing. It's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. Uh, today's sketch is a fun one me and Matt wrote together. It's called The Ghosts of the Gorge. Exterior. Gorge. Day. Chase, 20, lies face down by the side of a river. Dead? Maybe not. After a moment, he stirs. He pushes himself to his feet. What? What happened? He's disoriented. He sees his cracked phone on the shore. He tries to grab it, but his hand passes right through. He looks at his hands. They're translucent. What the? He notices the gorge around him is ethereal. You know, kind of wispy, otherworldly. By Jove, we got another. Daisy, I said we got another. Chase looks around to see Leonard. Old-timey suit, top hat. He's a ghost from another era. Daisy, also a ghost, dressed in an enormous ball gown, shuffles up beside him. Quit hollering, you twat. I'm coming, I'm coming. Well, that's a shame. Good face on this one. They didn't have cheekbones like that in our day. Just polio. Hello? Where am I? Who who are you? Who are we? <laughs> I just so happen to be Leonard Huckabee Dinkinets Esquire, attorney at Slaw. <laughs> I was a lawyer and then moved into the cutthroat world of Coleslaw. And I am Lady Daisy Flower Petals. Daisy like the flower, flower like the baking ingredient, and petals like what you do on a bicycle. Fun fact about me, I was once done on a bicycle. 
We are also the, the ghosts, ghosts of, of the, the gorge. <laughs> ghosts? You guys are dead? Yes. And, well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are dead as well. Dead? What? No, I, I can't be dead. I'm too popular to be dead. It's true. Dead is a doornail. You probably noticed that you're translucent. It's a ghost thing. Ghosts, you see, are dead. I know what a ghost is. I just don't understand how I can be one. Uh, you died. Uh-huh. You must have taken a tumble. It's a steep gorge. There are warning signs everywhere. They say, steep gorge? Did you not read them? He likely can't read. It's a Gen Z thing. I can read. Well, then why were you doing so close to the edge? It, uh, uh, it must have been an, an accident. I, I was with all my friends, and I guess we got a bit too rowdy. Hmm. Friends. If you were with your friends, why haven't they come to retrieve your body? I still have a body? Leonard points to a rotting corpse on a rock nearby. Looks a few days old. You can tell by the stink. Nasty! John Travolta wandered by here, saw that mess, and said, Ooh, what is this? My movie Gotti? Yeah, he said, What is this? My movie Battlefield Earth? What is this? My movie The Fanatic? What is this? My movie I get it. Sheesh. Some friends is all we're saying. Well, uh, you know what? They wanted me dead. Yeah, I, I remember now. I was pushed. I'm an important person, you know. Hmm. Important. I am. As if you know. You look like you died before the dinosaurs. <laughs> You're right. I'm not well-versed in the modern era. I'm sure that this Geek Squad is a very prestigious institute. Celebrated. Well, how do you know where I work? Well, it's embroidered on your shirt. Okay, so maybe I wasn't pushed. We know you weren't pushed. Okay, fine. I was... I was taking... I was taking a selfie. Daisy and Leonard smile and nod knowingly. It's okay, son. We all do it. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's actually very healthy. If anyone ever tells you that you'll go blind from it, don't believe them. Wait, what are you... Lord knows my vision would have been toast by 14 with the amount of selfie and I was doing. I must say, I believe I did a selfie every time I was in the bathtub. <laughs> there was nothing like a selfie before bed to make sure I slept soundly through the night. If I had a nickel for every pickle tickle, I'd have $53,827.93. It's not actually that bad of a way to go, considering the alternatives. <laughs> the gout would have got me. Hold on, you died by... Selfieing. Got too into it. Fell over the edge. Boop. Uh, I always loved to come down to the gorge on a sunny day after seeing my father's foreign business partner, Rodrigo. Just thinking of Rodrigo could get my gash to gush as hard and fast as that river. I have this technique that involves standing on one leg. The extra pressure tightens up the bits on the runny. I reckon I could pop off a squick of the old pearl swirl clear across the gorge. I just lost my balance one day. And that was all she wrote. Anyway, we understand what it's like. Sometimes that gherkin needs a jerkin. No, I wasn't... I was taking a picture. Like a photograph. A photo. A picture. Like a self-portrait. We call them selfies. 
Oh, um, yes, us too. That's what we meant. Photo. They all stare at the ground awkwardly. Can you still take selfies as a ghost? Oh, it's all we do, really. Why do you think ghosts are always moaning? We also do group photos. And scene. Oh my goodness. Today's sponsor is Chunky Gravy's Chunky Gravy. How do we get it so chunky? Hi, I'm Louise Chunky Gravy, and you might know me from the SM Experience with the SM Experience, but now I'm advertising on the SM Experience, and this is my dad. Hello, I'm Duncan Chunky Gravy of Chunky Gravy's Chunky Gravy. The world's chunkiest gravy. How do we get it so chunky? That's our secret. Chunky gravy's chunky gravy is chunkier than Grandma's gumbo. Kit Kat chunky. Campbell's chunky. Chunky by Bruno Mars. Chunky monkeys. The monkeys. Chunk from the Goonies. A raccoon's lunch. The incredible chunk. Monster truck tires. Milk that's been in your mini fridge that you forgot about. Dirt. Back on the farm, we make chunky gravies, chunky gravy. It's been in my family for years. Right, Dad? That's right. And so have the chunks. We're all about chunks. Use promo code CHUNKYGRUNNY for 10% off your first order of chunky gravy. Chunky gravies, chunky gravy. How do we get it so chunky? The world should never know. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Chunky Gravy's Chunky Gravy, and we've got a special treat for everybody. Uh, we were lucky enough to have uh, Louise Chunky Gravy with us here every single episode, and uh, right now we are on location in the Chunky Gravy Chunk Chunk. We are on location in the Chunky Gravy Chunky Gravy factory with Louise and her father, who we'll get to know a little bit better, Mr. Duncan Chonky Gravy. Yeah. Hello. Uh, so, this entrance is very ornate. Uh, can you yes. describe kind of your inspiration for the facade of your factory here? When you think of gravy and a chunky gravy at that, you think uh, back to ancient Greece, uh-huh. which some people is what they say is gravy. Ancient Greece, the fats you see from the meat is used to make the gravy. That was a play on words. But also, if you notice the ionic columns we have adorning the doorway, mm-hmm. the classical style of the Grecian lives. lives. Wow. I did not put that together. That makes so much sense now you say it that way. Thank you. All right, so let's go in. Let's go into <clears throat> the factory. Yes. Uh, as you can see here, these are the vats where we create the gravy. Uh-huh. So I understand that the gravy comes out of the vats, but what goes into the vats? 
Dad, you don't have to answer that. This is like, uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty, it's pretty secret recipe here. Like similar to KFC, we can't really reveal it because most people just get their gravies out of like those powdered sauces. Where we sell we sell cans of gravy and it's very chunky. It's a very chunky gravy. So, do you have one kind of chunky gravy, or are there multiple? Uh, do you have multiple product lines? Well, all of our gravies are chunky. Mm-hmm. Some of them are more chunky than others. You look at it as uh, you see the pulp in an orange juice. Some juices have more pulp, others have less pulp. Some have no pulp. We do not offer no chunks. And as There's it be- also a lighter gravy and a darker gravy, you know, for your chicken, your pork, your beefs, your enemies. That's a joke. <laughs> Unless your enemy is a cow, which it very well could be. Louise had a, a great nemesis in a cow named Mr. Beefy. Remember Mr. Beefy, Louise? I do. I don't like to talk about it mostly, but, uh, you know, it was... Mr. Beefy won. He won their little what? battles. What do you mean? He knocked you on your ass constantly. Well, he was beefy. Yes. And you were a four-year-old girl. It was, I will say, not a very fair fight. Anyway, what Dad hasn't told you is we also sell... I blew out Mr. Beefy's brains. That too. Yep. Uh, he was the first cow we used to make our first chunky gravy. Oh. Yeah. But uh, we also have spin-off gravies where, like, you know the skin that appears on gravy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The top? We just mix that all in. Um, and we have uh, basically gravy skins gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is kind of like an offshoot you can get if you want. Do, does the it's gra- got extra gravy flavor. Does the gravy skins gravy get a layer of gravy skin on top? Is it like extra skin? It's so thick, you might say it's all skin. So, Mr. Chunky Gravy. Um, yes. Do you intend to pass please on. Please call me. Please, Mr. Chunky Gravy was my father. Call me Duncan. Duncan. Do you intend to pass on the Chunky Gravy Empire to... Please. Duncan is what my mother called me. Call me Dunkster. Dunkster. Do you intend to pass on... You know what? You know what? I don't like it. I don't like that. Uh, Just go back to Mr... Call me Mr. Chunks. Mr. Chunks. I'm having... Actually, I'm a little sensitive about my weight. (laughs) That one... I'm sorry. That was on me again. Just... Uh, call me Papa Bear. Papa Bear? This is good, yeah. Okay, Papa Proceed. Bear. Proceed. Once you retire, do you intend to pass on the Chunky Gravy Empire to Louise here? Uh, I do. Well, it will either be Louise or her brother, Louis. Hmm. Uh, I believe that the best person will win the job. Uh, How do you determine the best person? There will be a series of gravy-related events, uh, similar to what you would see in the Olympic Games or in a company picnic of sorts. Uh, There will be a a gravy discus toss using the gravy skins. Uh, There will be who can uh, carry 
I think of gravy on a spoon, the furthest there will be the gravy sack race. Oh, don't forget the uh, the swimming in the gravy pool. That's true. Louise has been practicing that, I think, her whole life. Yeah, I was drowned she once. To, she did. If only there was a lifeguard on duty, but who would think to hire a lifeguard for a gravy factory? Well, this has been really fascinating. I thank you both for your time. Do you guys want some free gravy? Yeah, I would love some. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, please, take take it by the wheelbarrow full. We have wheelbarrows for you guys. Oh, that's kind of hard Stock to up. transport. I'd say it's the easiest way to transport. We've hooked up these wheelbarrows so you can attach it to the front of a bicycle. Okay. Yes, it's... Some people say we should sell those because it's very handy, but I'm not in the bicycle wheelbarrow business. I'm in the chunky gravy business. And that's where I intend to be until I die. And I'm buried in chunky gravy. And then I win the Olympics. She's got a good shot. Nice. Louis has been in a coma for three years, so I think Louise is going to take it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think you were going to bring it up, but yeah. It's, it's in the papers. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, thank you. Don't forget your wheelbarrows. <laughs> thank you, sir. <clears throat> All right, well, that was cool. Thanks for, cool. Uh, thanks for having my whole family on the podcast. That was neat. Yeah, yeah. It or ditch it. All right, we're back in the studio. Back at uh, I'm going up again. My voice is going up. What's going on today? It's all about uh, helium. It's time for uh, talk about pitch. It's pitch it or ditch it. Um, this is a segment we like to pitch the next great movie, or maybe we'll ditch it if we're not <laughs> we're not breaking if our brains aren't working good like mine right now. Uh, so today we're gonna craft a fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. Guys, let's uh, grab some initials. Yeah. Start pitching some title ideas. Let's yeah. do it. Do you want to? I think a lot of fantasy titles have like longer names. So why don't we grab uh, maybe a, a, an aunt and an uncle from each of you? Okay. Okay. Get their initials. Maybe we okay. can have like four to work with. Uh. All right. Uh, I got a three-letter one right off the bat. Ooh. M L H. M L H. B C. Okay. So our initials are M L H. B.C. Uh, here's something. Yeah, maybe. Merlin's Labyrinth, Heroes Beyond Carnage. Oh, Whoa, that's it. You what? did it. In one shot. Merlin's Labyrinth, that's a great title. Yeah. We got, are we talking about traditional Merlin, like Merlin from the Arthurian times? Yeah, he's a wizard. Yeah. And we got Labyrinth, so we got a big, big maze. Okay, what do you guys think about this? Yeah. We do a sort of like a modern day getting sucked into the fantasy world thing. Mm. Um, so one day on a box of Cheerios, there's like one of those puzzles on the back. And uh, someone, as they're drawing a line, takes a really stupid wrong turn. <laughs> like a very obvious, like no one would ever do this. And that sucks them into the fantasy world. They're inside Merlin's labyrinth. So what happens next? They go into the labyrinth. Uh, well, you always have to save the world in a fantasy story. Yep. Um, so what if the wrong turn he took on solving the puzzle or he thought so far outside the box, he's like some sort of chosen one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here I am assuming it's a man. Of course it could be a woman. Obviously. 
Should we just tell a King Arthur story? Straight up? Maybe. Should we just redo the story? What if we just do that thing where we make a whole fantasy thing that's clearly just using a a, a well-known historical story? It'd be fun to do a whole thing. Uh, It's basically just a King Arthur story. And we think that we have to change things to avoid copyright, even though it was written in like the 1400s. <laughs> yeah. You can have that. Yeah. There's an axe in a, a rock. It's different. Stones and rocks are different. It's like, why didn't you just do the sword and the stone like everybody else? Like, well, because we'd We're get sued. <laughs> was there a bad guy in Arthur, King Arthur? Yeah. Was, so the, the bad person from Arthur, Mordred? Yes, you got it. Mordred. Yeah. Let's say Mordred's an evil wizard. Yeah. Oh, what if it's Mordred's labyrinth? Ooh, that's yeah. even better, yeah. And Merlin has to choose a new hero mm-hmm. because what if... <laughs> I'm going to bring Mortal Kombat into this because I just watched it. Every uh, generation, mm-hmm. there's uh, champions are brought to the labyrinth mm-hmm. to try to find the sword yeah and there are bad guys laid out throughout it yeah who uh are there to challenge you who are also seeking the sword whoever seeks the sword yeah has claim over earth realm Mm -hmm. Uh, does that sound like anything that sounds like I, i love the thing about fantasies that you can do whatever you want there's no, there's no rules. There could be multiple yeah. dimensions. People can do have any sort of power. No questions. There's no logic to it. Here's a question: Is yeah. the labyrinth an actual labyrinth? Like I'm picturing like a stone, a big stony maze type thing. Yeah. Is the labyrinth just like a topsy turvy world? Mm, that's interesting. Like it's kind of old timey, but like maybe if you go certain directions, all of a sudden you're like in a different spot. Whoa! You're blowing my mind, Stephen. This is crazy. So you're, and as you progress through the labyrinth, you change time because Merlin travels backward in time. Whoa. So, but maybe the way you turn defines time. Whoa. Louise, you on the same page here? Uh, I, sure. I think we're on something. That's actually pretty cool. So it's like you're a time bender in the maze? Yes. If Christopher Nolan has listened to this, he is going to just have like a mini freak out. Christopher Nolan, think Tenet and Inception, but in olden time type setting. And Christopher Nolan is definitely a listener. You just know it. Yeah. He, like, Christopher Nolan talks about how much he loves, like, cinema and, like, the theater and, like, being in the theater, but he also loves podcasts. (laughs) Like, here's another thing to get Christopher Nolan's uh, wheels turning. Yeah. We do everything we just described, but you barely understand any of the characters in the movie because the sound mix is weirdly bad. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. There's a character who's just like always has like a night helmet on. You can barely understand what he's saying. Yeah. 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 They have to do some ADR in like a couple weeks before the movie comes out. <laughs> Here's another thing maybe to get Christopher Nolan interested. Yeah. So if we're spanning kind of eras too with time travel and stuff and time stuff. And we are. Maybe, it's part of, maybe parts of this can go through like some of the world wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like about to turn left or right in the maze in the labyrinth that we got going on. Now determine the outcome of the war, you know? You know what I mean? What if this labyrinth goes through like and connects through several wars throughout time? Yes. It's all connected. 
We could even go into the future with like some sort of future war, or that could be like a that could be a tease for the sequel. Where yeah, like, definitely. They go, they have, they get the sword, and they win, and then they, they, they see like a mirage in mm-hmm. this one path, and it's like they get a glimpse of the future where somehow Mordred's won. Yeah, that's good. That's juicy. All right, what do you guys think? Pitch it or ditch it? Let's pitch it. I will be the movie executive. How about Jen? I want you to pitch it. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Louisa. Lay, lay, lay this on us. Okay, guys. Are you from Amazon? Knock, knock. Are you Amazon? We're with Barnes and Nobles. Is that. We're looking, into, we're looking to get into the multimedia streaming industry. We got books, we've got uh, books on tape, we've got. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off. Not interested. Uh, thank you. We understand. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye. Knock, knock. Is this Amazon? It's Kohl's. Kohl's? Like the bookstore? Yeah. yeah. We're an offshoot of Indigo. No. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. This is a rocky start. Let's try again. Knock, knock. Is this Amazon? You know what's a rocky start? Is this Amazon? Hey, yeah. Welcome to Amazon. Oh, jeez. Didn't know you had uh, intro music. This is the book section, though. We're, we only deal with books. Did you want to deal with the film? Yes. Is Where's your film stuff? Oh, that's two doors down. Okay, bye. Oh, man, I've been walking around all these studios forever. Okay, knock, knock. Is this Amazon uh, film stuff? No, this is three doors down. The band. Did you mean to go two doors down? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sure did. Okay. Oh, do you want to listen to our song, Kryptonite? No, okay, but... No. Knock, knock. Amazon? Hello. Film Studios? See. Okay, can I... For yourself. Yes, it is. Welcome to Amazon Film Studios. Wow, okay. We I just spent it. half a billion dollars on this one show that we're really hoping gets more Prime subscribers. Oh, we hope it works out so well for us. Wow, okay. Uh, well, have I got another show for you? Are you open to a pitch? Yep. Of course. Okay, great. Is uh, Jeff Bezos around? No. Okay, Jeff well, doesn't hear the pitches. Okay, well... You pitch to us, then we pitch to two guys higher up than us, and then they pitch it to Jeff. Okay, well, I'll start with you. Okay, so I've Funnily been... enough, our names... My name is Jeff, and his name is Bezos. <laughs> okay, well, Jeff... I'm a grip. Well, Bezos, Jeff, nice to meet you. Uh, I plug things in. Cool. I do grip things. Okay, well, are you interested... And I plug things in. Are you interested in hearing a movie pitch? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Do you uh, have one? Yeah, I do. Okay. Is it very simple? Because I only got a few minutes. Uh, we will see. Okay. I got, I got some stuff I got to plug in. Okay. I got Here. C-stands. Okay. Here's the movie pitch, guys. Um, okay. Lay it on us. Okay, I'm trying. Okay, so it's a fantasy film set in modern uh, we just We just spent half a billion dollars on one of those. Yeah, this is how this one's different. So, okay. Oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Okay. Sorry, what's your name? I'm Louise Chunky Gravy, and I'm with the SNM. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Jeff. His oh, my God. Bezos. Let me die. I'm a grip. This is terrible. And I. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the movie pitch. It's so dumb. <laughs> okay. 
So, it's a fantasy. It's set in modern day. Somebody is filling out a maze on a newspaper, and they're walking down the street, and then all of a sudden they take a wrong turn while listening to a movie on their phone called Wrong Turn. Super cool. Anyway, I get it. Yeah. So then they end up sucked into a vortex, and it takes them to Morgana's Maze, which is a labyrinth. Morgana's Labyrinth. <laughs> anyway. You mean Mordred? Mordred's Labyrinth. That's right. Um, anyway. I guess Morgana is another character from yeah, that, isn't and it? Yeah, and I think she's bad, too. Yeah. So, I guess. I was fine. So, anyway. Maybe they, Morgana uh, the, does make the, more these sense. These kids get stuck in a maze. Like the Maze Runner. Yeah, kind of. But what's going on underground is what's impacting above ground. And Merlin starts Whoa. granting everybody special powers in the maze. So these teenagers can do crazy shit. Um, but if they like take... Like what? Uh, uh, they karate? can... Uh, yeah, some of them do karate. Cool. Some of them are really good with swords. Can they shoot lightning bolts? Uh, no, none of that. But they can do, like, oh. sword work and, like, um... Oh, it doesn't sound very fantastic. They can also do lasers out their eyes! Cool. Whoa! Yeah! So then, what I'm happens? I'm a grip. Okay, cool. I plug things in. Oh, my God. Okay, so then, uh, apparently, like, what goes on in this world impacts, like, the real world. So, like, we can avoid world wars and stuff like that because they make the right choices in the maze. But what if they make the wrong ones? Anyway... So, what do you say, Jeff and Bezos? Are you uh, interested in, uh, what was this one called again? You tell me. It was yeah. called... Uh, You're pitching to us, Louise. Morgana's Labyrinth, Labyrinth uh, Super Fun World. Wow, great title. Wow. Yeah. And are they trying to like get some sort of, I don't know, weapon that's stuck in some sort of... I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Geological an, feature? There's an axe and a brick. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And if they get it, they can control the whole world. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. The stakes have never been higher. Right. So. Uh, oh, no, I meant, I meant the stakes. We store stakes up on that shelf. It's really high. I quit this podcast. I'm Jeff. That's Bezos. I'm a grip. Podcast. I'm never being and on this I podcast ever, in. ever, ever again. You know, it, we're going to pitch this to our guys, and they're going to pitch it to Jeff. Really? This is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I will be on this podcast again. Yeah. Hooray! That's a power of love. What yeah, was- sorry. We, we can't take a break right now. <laughs> our boss doesn't let us. We have to pee in jars. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a fantastic movie. There's definitely, that actually sounds like a pretty cool movie. Yeah, I got some tingles there. Matt, would you watch it? Absolutely. I'm into fantasy. I like it. Louise, would you watch that one? Eh, yeah, why not? I'd maybe wait for it to be on video. Yeah. You cheapskate. I read the books first. The books did it better. <laughs> um, but uh, let us know if you'd watch that movie, listener. Um, and that's gonna, that's gonna do that brings us to the end of the episode unfortunately we had such fun today with you um, but we'll see you in a month or so um, but until then hey you can watch our, we put up videos every month on YouTube uh, you can like us on uh, Facebook follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, we're on Twitter at the SMEXP and on Instagram at the SM Experience. 
Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've been Stephen Thomas. Thanks. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you, Louise. Thank Thanks you. to uh, Louise's dad, Duncan, Chunk, Chunky Gravy. Thanks to the Chunky Gravies. Uh, chunky Gravies, Chunky Gravy. And You're uh, hey, we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. 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 Sweet dreams. This has been an SM Experience Production. Special thanks to Chunky Gravy, Chunky Gravy, and Chunk.